You are listening to the Riding Gravel Radio Ranch. This episode of the Riding Gravel Radio Ranch is brought to you by Jensen USA. It's jensenusa.com. Or click on any of the banner ads that you see on the website, and it'll take you to um, some good deals. We have a deal a day, and that's pretty popular. So go there. And Travel Chaos. But Guitar Ted and I talk about that. So that is it. I'm not going to keep plugging the ads on this one. So thanks for joining us and hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Riding Gravel Radio Ranch. I am Ben and next to me virtually is Guitar Ted. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Ben? Good. And we have a special guest and we will yes, intro- we do. We'll yeah. intro him in one second. But first, I we have to pay some bills, right? <laughs> so, and special yeah. thanks. But uh, so, a special thanks to Travel KS. So, go to travelks.com or just if you don't want to do that, click on the show as you're clicking through the show notes, just click on the banner, the link, whatever it is. Uh, but there's a lot of useful information there, uh, resources talking about uh, where to eat, where to ride, all kinds of different stuff. They've been supporting us for a long time, and they make this all possible, and they make it so we can do more things better. And, uh, yeah, it's great. So we really appreciate them. And you're getting this for free, so the least you could do is click on one link and just check out what they have going on. The other one that I will put in the show notes is Jensen USA. They also have been supporting us for a long time. And uh, all you need to do, if you're going to do some shopping, click on that link, go do your shopping, and... uh, we get a little commission for referring you over there. I know you. a lot of you shop there anyway, so it's pretty easy. That is it. All right, let's get uh, talking. So David Bauer, he is uh, involved with the Wyoming Gravel Grinder Series. You can go to wyominggravel.com to find out all the information. There are four events, uh, which we will discuss. And uh, they've been... Guitar Ted, we had, uh, who did we have on, it was a couple of years ago talking about one, I think it was the Rattlesnake Rally, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I believe yeah. And so, now yeah. they have uh, taken that and expanded into, looks very organized and really cool things. So David, thank you for taking the time and joining us and be willing to talk and share your story. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. So you've been listening for a little bit, huh? Yeah, for a little bit. I'm kind of new to the show. I actually um, heard about it from Adam Lieferman. Maybe he's who you had on from the Rattlesnake Rally. I think it might have been, yeah. I'd have to check back. I think it might have been Adam. Yeah. I'll dig back in the show notes, listeners, and uh, I'll post uh, a link to that. I'll go there. I can't remember when it was. It was a while ago. But uh, I will also post all the links to all these events and their main site and everything they have going on in the show notes. So if there's any questions, just so you know. All right. So, Guitar Ted, you wanna you had a question? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to know, David. Um, you know how how long has uh, the gravel scene been going on in Wyoming? I mean, a lot of people don't think of uh, gravel events happening in the Rocky Mountain area. I mean, you think more about mountain biking, obviously. There, so tell us a little bit about the scene out there and how it developed. Well, gravel grinding's been going on here forever, just not official events um, like. It all it goes all the way back through history to where you know all the historical trails run through our state, and you know no other state can say that. So, I mean, you're talking about the 25th Army Infantry in like 1897. Those guys were 
they traveled 2000 miles and they went through Sheridan and Gillette, um, a military campaign going from, I think it was Missoula, Montana, all the way to St. Louis. So they rode old school bicycles. Um, now a a lot of the roads here unpaved. So this is the true wild west. So all the (laughs) bikes here are gravel bikes pretty much. Right on. So when you're talking about that uh, trails uh, running through your state, you're talking about like the Santa Fe Trail or like Pioneer Trails, or is that what you meant by that? What I mean by the historical trails, like every single historical trail in the U.S. runs through Wyoming, except for the Lewis and Clark Trail. Um, there's probably other trails, too, but the, the main ones are like the Pony Express, the Oregon Trail, the California Trail, Mormon okay. Trail, Bozeman Trail, all those um, run through wyoming so i gotcha i gotcha and i think you were referencing what a lot of people would know as the buffalo riders as far yeah, as military. buffalo yeah. soldiers yep yeah buffalo soldiers right so i think a lot of our listeners will recognize that as what you were referring if to not, there. if not i will throw a picture in the in the notes too because that yeah that picture and that there story circulated a lot so i'll dig that up too okay yeah so it's a I, great story it is. It's well worth looking at that because it's pretty amazing that, you know, a lot of people don't realize those bikes are fixed gear. Yeah. You couldn't, you couldn't even coast on them. So. Yeah. And heavy <laughs> steel with guns and packs and I, I know, couldn't I, even imagine. I know. I've been riding a fixed gear bike back and forth to work lately and I'm telling you, man, it's an eye opener. <laughs> <laughs> going, going downhill on a fixed gear bike is wow. <laughs> something else but yeah so tell us about what's happening nowadays out there you've got a series huh yeah actually um i'm just a cyclist here in gillette so we're in the northeastern corner of wyoming and um i ended up turning into a race director through clint connor and adam lieferman hitting me up on the uh they just got on facebook and found us on the gillette cycling community and asked if somebody wanted to direct a race and i'm a coal miner here so i get seven off every single month i work half the month and have half the month off odd odd schedule so i was on seven off at that time and i'm like yeah hey, well I'll check it out i think it'd be great to have an event here in gillette and represent where i'm from okay. and so it just kind of spiraled into gillette's on board and then sheridan's on board and and it just went from there so we actually have five races this year we had five races last year but the fifth one they couldn't get permits from blm okay and that was laramie i think but we ended up landing savory and i've never even heard of savory wyoming ever in my life so i'm pretty sure Ah. that's a town of a hundred i don't know but uh gal is throwing that one on and um, it's going to be great so every single one of our series races has a historical trail that you actually get to ride on there's a part of history in every single one of them um and that's the great thing about it is you can grind 136 miles here in gillette and you're actually it's like almost 40 miles of it or something like that is the actual route that um or the modern day route going from arveda to gillette where they actually stopped for lunch in Gillette. So when you're taking that route to Arveda, you're on the path of those soldiers, those Buffalo soldiers. So you get to see what they seen, you know, obviously in modern day, but uh, you can put your mind into their shoes while you're on your $1,500 gravel bike. If you have one or a fixie, whatever yeah. you got. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. So uh, when, how, uh, what's the schedule look like as far as dates go with these events? 
Okay, well, the first one is the Rattlesnake Rally. That's in Casper, Wyoming. And um, that one is really important because they're, they're the the kind of the godfathers of the Gravel Grinder series. So that one is in Casper, Wyoming, May 19th this year. And that one you actually travel on the or- parts of the Oregon Trail, the Pony Express, and the California Trail. So part of their route is on all those historical trails and there's markers and stuff so you can ride it grind it race it whatever you want to do but you're you're traveling through history down there for sure um one thing to note about the gravel grinder series here is that some of the races include money we all include um heavy bragging rights of course but a bunch of prizes from sponsors from local businesses and um so that's kind of where our fees end up going to prizes and and different fun things so it's not like we i don't know how it is for other races around the country but all our fees go to marketing and and to awesome prizes to give back to the riders of our events that's cool awesome so uh, that that's the first one and then the next one after that would be what the dead swede that one is in sheridan and it's june 2nd <laughs> Um, Sheridan is a great place to ride. It's truly beautiful. I mean, you're right there in the Bighorn Mountains, and that one gets a lot of attention out of all of them so far um, because of the scenery. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, so they're they're not only right next to the mountains and get some serious – there's some single track that you get to ride on also, not just gravel roads. Um, and their history, they actually, from Dayton to Sheridan, is um, the – the route of those Buffalo soldiers again. So when they're coming through oh. Missoula, they hit Dayton and then went to Sheridan. So that's their history part of it. There could be more for sure, but that's what I found was that, um, that history. So, and they, they throw a huge after party afterwards outside of the black tooth brewing company. Um, there's live music, right. bunch of games for kids and stuff. And all of these races, I, I forgot to mention, they do the 100-mile routes, and they do a, a 50 and a 25, roughly. So the Casper okay. one, going back to the Casper one, is 120, I believe, a 50 and a 37. And you only earn points for the series by doing the longer routes. So the right. rest of them are kind of uh, trying to get our local communities and youth and stuff involved. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Very cool. So, uh, what's a typical fee for one of these events? Okay, I have to look that up. I think it's like sixty-five bucks for, like, mine is the one hundred and thirty-six miler we do here. That one's like sixty-five dollars, and then the fifty-five okay. is forty-five, and then we do a twenty-five mile route here that I think is twenty bucks. And each okay. one of these, okay. each Very one of these good. races has three distances. For example, the Rattlesnake Rally, thirty-seven, sixty, one twenty, Dead Swede. All, yeah, all except the Wyoming one thirty-one okay. in Lander. Okay. Okay. Cool. And uh, these races run mostly through the summer, then. Yeah, it's May, two in June, one in August, and one in September. Okay, so you do go into the fall a little bit. So nice. So what can people expect overall as far as, I mean, you, you mentioned you're going across some historical trails and, and the one uh, event, the dead Swede had some good, great mountain scenery, but tell us a little bit about the terrain out there, what people can expect for as far as how the roads are 
and give us an idea what you're dealing with as far as how you where you ride your bikes well um yeah of course the scenery is great now the gravel like i can't speak for all of them because i haven't been to all of them yet and this is only year two but the ones here in gillette for the coal country i mean they're all county roads so they're well maintained there's no washouts nothing like that i mean they're really well maintained it's it's superb gravel it's great it's awesome to grind yeah so uh is it like chunky rocky kind of stuff or are you talking about a lot of dirt in it or how how is that i know in colorado they tell me basically their roads are mostly dirt not so much gravel i don't know what you got there but um you know we got it's not real chunky um okay. de- definitely bring a spare that's for sure but uh it's it's not all dirt either there's parts of it where it's been grind out we, we got a lot of oil filled roads and stuff like that so they're traveled quite a bit okay. um so there are parts where the you know the wheel well will be dirt and stuff but on the side of the roads it's loose gravel um pea gravel type stuff not real chunky scoria red rock nothing like that gotcha gotcha okay i always like to ask that question of the race directors because gravel varies so much everywhere you go and kind of has a bearing on what people use for tires so mm-hmm. i mean what do you guys usually use for tires out there oh well we, we should represent our donnelly they uh they got some good tires so we use the well they weren't donnelly before but they were the clement las that's what i use um okay i also use the um oh what are those tires those uh they're the wheelchair tires i just picked them up they're the non-flat where you can air them yeah Yeah, i can't remember the name of them but they're awesome so uh when you ride out there like in one of these events um is it is it a situation where people are going to have like an aid station or is there resupply points or do, what, would you have to carry a lot of stuff to make sure you can make it or how does that work? No, we all get sponsors like down in Casper. I know for sure they're sponsored by Pepsi. We're sponsored by Coca-Cola. So every 25 miles on the long routes, we have uh, aid stations. So um, like in Gillette here, the, the first 25 miles, I just I, I kind of lead the pack. So I'll be the pace truck pace car whatever you want to call it and i'll pull over and then that's their first aid station i got coolers in the back we got snacks bananas goo gels all that stuff um vitamin waters water anything that they want powder power aids and then the next 25 miles is when they arrive in arveda so arveda is a bar um you don't have to get off your bike and purchase and all that stuff but that bar has bathrooms so there's bathrooms there um we have the aid station it's just a tent thrown up there um and, and again, you got the snacks and the free drinks. So every 25 miles on the long routes, you have an aid station that's fully. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking from where I'm sitting here in Iowa, you know, there's probably not a lot of convenience stores in Wyoming. <laughs> no. You can just stop at. <laughs> out here, we live by Casey's pizza. So, you know, when we go out and rides, we can always whip into the convenience store and and survive but i figured there'd be a little different situation for you guys out there yeah people read that on my website and they were kind of like oh my gosh we're in a race situation you want us to get out and go into the bar and grab a cold one and wait in line and i'm like no fun, no though. no we don't offer cold ones yeah. if you want to go in and, yeah you're you're at the halfway point if you want to go in there for a cold beer you sure you surely can but um our aid stations outside of the bar so um right yeah that's funny <laughs> <laughs> very good very good so uh as far as um 
how it went last year? Did you, you see good turnout or because it was the first year or what was the feeling there as far as racer turnout? A racer turnout for the series was awesome for Gillette. Not so much. Uh, we, it was our first year that, okay. you know, we have a bike shop here, but we don't have a lot of mountains, no mountain bikers here in Gillette. We're kind of in the Valley. So not okay. a lot of cyclists, but the turnout for Sheridan was like, I think almost 700 people over a hundred down in Casper, stuff like that. And Gillette, we wow. had a few double digits, but nothing amazing. So we're really trying to push it hard. And this is the first year where I get to close down main street and um, we got live music coming down here and a whole festival and the kids bicycle parade. It's going to be a great time. So. Oh, very cool. So the city's kind of behind it then. That's a yeah, benefit definitely. of having the nice. smaller town. Right. You look at like the land run, for example, Bobby comes in and does great stuff for the community and Stillwater kind of embraces it. So then you have several situations like that. Emporia, for example, that was, you know, back in the day with Dirty Kanza, that was the deal. I mean, they had a school, but a relatively smaller right. town with not a ton of tourism, I guess you would say, going on. And it just needed a boost. And same sounds like the same situation for you, David. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have a lot of tourism. I mean, this is a drive-through town for sure. Um, a lot of people come here to work. That's that's the main thing. This is the energy capital of the nation. And um, I mean, it's tons of oil, tons of coal, methane, all that good stuff that people come here for to work, not really to, um, you know, enjoy mountains or skiing or anything like that. So we, sure. we don't have much. So yeah, same situation, I'm sure. Right. Now, if I remember my uh, geography and, and stuff correctly, Wyoming is one of the least populated states in the nation, I, I think. So it's probably pretty lonesome out there in the, in the wild, isn't it? When you get out there, you don't, say, don't see a lot of folks or cars or anything like that? No, it, it is the least populated area for yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah. When, you, yeah. when you get out, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, so there's more pronghorn than people. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, right. So that'd be a kind of a neat experience if you're, you know, thinking about going out there and, and you want to get a taste of what the world used to be like at one time and get out of your urban situation. Uh, go out to Wyoming and, and enjoy one of these really cool gravel grinders so uh, you can kind of experience what it, it used to be like back in the day and get on these old trails, these old pioneer trails, and experience a little bit of the West so I think that sounds like a really neat opportunity for folks. So where where can folks go to learn more about uh, the Wyoming Gravel Series or, or your race in particular? Well, yeah, most certainly um, you can go to wyominggravel.com and not only just seeing the trails and stuff, you'll pass by homesteads out here too that are from way back in yeah. the day. But yeah, it's, it's great. Um, so wyominggravel.com is where you'll find out about all of our races in the series. Um, my personal race here in Gillette is uh, energyaddicts.net. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at nrgaddicts. Um, that's pretty much how you get a hold of us here in Gillette. The Rattlesnake okay. Rally, the Dead Swede, uh, Battle of the Gravel and Savory, and the Wyoming 131. All of those, if you just head over to wyominggravel.com, you'll be able to find okay. all of us. Okay, and as far as uh, registration goes, I imagine the registration is open for the Rattlesnake Rally, but what about your event? 
Yeah, the registrations are actually open for all of the events right now. Okay. Um, right now, you can still get early bird registration. Um, that's discounts for Battle of the Gravel and the YL-131. Um, the early bird registration is over for the Rattlesnake Rally, Dead Sweet, and the Coal Country. But, okay. yeah, they're all open. What else do you have going on, David, with uh, the Energy Attic? What is, what's that all about? Well, the reason why we're not called strictly the coal country gravel grinder is because um, <laughs> be, becoming the race director for this race last year kind of got me involved in into all sorts of different athletic events for the youth here in Gillette. We're we're population about thirty thousand, maybe forty, okay. and so I kind of talked to a lot of business owner. I was born and raised here, born in 1980 and stuff. And so when I was growing up, it was, it was drinking and partying and all that fun stuff. And there wasn't a lot of things to do for the youth. And it's still the same today where, you know, kids are like, oh, there's nothing to do in Gillette. And so we have a high rate of driving under the influence and minors in possession of alcohol and all that stuff. And, and I hope sure. to change that. So Becoming Energy Capital Athletics, um, which is just energy addicts for our hashtag, all that good stuff. I started diving into some running events and um, we do have some BLM land and I'm trying to get um, some mountain bike things going on out there for the youth and stuff. But I, I do like a margarita run. I do um, Oktoberfest at Boot Hill, one of the bars here. So we run for free margaritas, run for free drinks. And then I do bicycle loops for the kids where I get sponsored from some ice cream places, some pizza hut, they sponsor us. Um, so we get free pizza for kids that come out and ride their bikes and families that hike and different stuff like that. So I kind of dove into all, all types of things. And then, um, we have, a we have a lake here called Keyhole, a resort. And, um, I'm trying to do something out there in the future where I'd like to do a triathlon, but it's kind of like a relay, where you know okay. there's not a lot of people here so if your buddy's good at swimming and you're good at cycling and and then you got another friend that's good at running you can do the swimming part tag and and go right. that, that would be awesome to do um so i'm still trying to do all that but that gets people more active into the things that they like around here so that's how energy addicts okay. came about ah that's a life of a race yeah, director cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. You get a, got drug into everything there, so that's really neat. Um, as far as um, uh, Gillette goes, I mean, you you mentioned it's about thirty forty thousand people, so there's probably some good places to stay there, and you've got accommodations for folks if they're coming in from out of town. I take it. Oh yeah. Anything that you wanted to mention there? Well, um, one one thing is Gillette's besides the series finale where you, if you've raced three of the five events, you get to earn money if you're in the top finishers for our series. So there's money to be had out here <clears throat> coming and signing up for the, the 136, the 136 mile. Um, there's money to be had the top place winners will win a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks. If there's no females and stuff, um, hopefully we get some lady writers out here, but we haven't yet. So there's money to be won here. Um, as for accommodations, we do have a campground. It's called crazy woman campground and, um, you can camp it out. If you are looking for hotel accommodations, uh, we are booked solid with our buckle lodge. That is our number one sponsor. And it's an excellent hotel. If you, and like, uh, you're coming with your buddy or whatever, or the family, 
they have a bunch of um, suites that you can get at discounted prices. They've lowered them from like 170 a night to $99 and stuff just for our wow. event. So they're behind us 100%. And um, if you're looking for a room, um, call after May 26th and you got to book it under the coal country and that's how you'll get the discounts. Wow. That's a pretty big discount. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a, the number one hotel here in Gillette. So and it's the Arbuckle Lodge. I love that place. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your, you're a race director of a fairly new gravel event. How did, how did that, uh, that kind of a relationship with that motel come about? I mean, how do you work these kinds of things for people who are wondering that? Well, um, so I, I know quite a few people here being here. Um, I, I don't actually know Laura personally, but how that worked out with me is I grew up kind of out in Rosette, out in the country, and uh, that's how I know about the gravel roads. So I had a banana seat bike growing up back in the day, so that's that was yeah. my gravel experiences yeah. back then. Um, so, But like the owners of Pizza Hut and stuff and – and uh, the Arbuckle Lodge, I just go in there and talk to them and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm trying to do for our community and uh, trying to get our youth more active, our coal miners that uh, aren't so active and um, and just the, the community in general. And so I go in there and I say, hey, this is kind of what I'm, I'm looking at trying to do. I'd like to do these loops for the kids. Um, if they do one loop, would you be down to give up 30 vouchers? Um, for free ice cream cone and just to give something to encourage the families to bring their kids out right. and, and ride around the Bicentennial Park or they'll do Lasting Legacy Loop or the Fishing Lake here in town. So they do that. And then um, so Ice Cream Cafe does that. Pizza Hut does that. Dairy Queen does that. They all give me vouchers to do these during the um, summer. And now like the City Brew Coffee and the local coffee breweries, they throw down um coffee cards so when we do group rides um like if i'll be like on facebook hey we're gonna do 25 miles today you guys come out and that's how the adults get coffee cards they get five dollar cards for doing that okay okay so yeah you you just gotta go talk to them you basically did it the old-fashioned way you just went and cold called people then i take it yeah Uh, definitely just went down there asked for the manager and hit them up right so yeah i was just curious because i know sometimes uh those kinds of things will happen when folks get work through like a chamber of commerce so that's why i was curious if that's mm. how you did it but you did it the old-fashioned way so that's that's impressive that's cool i know some other places work through chambers of commerce and they they get the city drawn in in that fashion that's kind of what i did with uh, trans iowa uh worked through the chamber of commerce and they kind of got me plugged into different things there so um just wanted to touch base on that because there's people listening that maybe are thinking you know along similar lines as you and want to get their community more active get a get their town pumped up and having a have a gravel event and that's what you got to do you got to got to beat the bushes and get some resources behind you so that's cool that you did it that way very very good congratulations on that yeah thanks i i never thought about the chamber of commerce actually i i guess i just uh I don't know. I wanted to meet the owners and stuff if I didn't right. know them already. And right. yeah, that's always good to know your sponsors for sure. Personally. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, just not everybody's just cut out to do that though. So, you know, that's why I think oh. that's unusual. <laughs> but, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anything else that we need to know about uh, the series in general or your event in particular that you want to say? 
You know, all of our events are awesome in their own way. And all of the events have a great after party afterwards. Um, you know, there's usually free, free beers, free, free food, all that good stuff. Um, a bunch of different things for kids. So don't just bring yourself, bring your family, bring everybody that is interested in a good time. And any of them, just pick any of them. They're, they're all awesome in their own ways. So I can't really represent mine by myself. I, I can, of course, but all of them are, are amazing. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, Wyoming, uh, putting on some gravel series out there in the, this summer. Check it out, folks. It's uh, We'll have all the links. Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming. Yep. WyomingGravel.com is the main one. And then, like David said, they have each – each of the five races. I think I said four in the intro. I don't know what I was talking about. Um, I forgot the YO 131. Uh, but yeah, each one of them has a specific link. And I will put all of those in the show notes just so it's easy for everyone to check. Go there and check thanks. those out. Yeah. So, yeah. well, thanks for being with us, David. Uh, we hope that your event goes great. This uh, Yours is at the end, you said? Is yours the last one or... No, mine is June. the third one. The third one. Okay. Well, I hope it, and yep, that's June thirtieth. June thirtieth. So hopefully you have a good event June thirtieth and get a lot of folks out there. That'd be awesome. Heck yeah! Thanks, guys. You bet. All right. Thank you. And uh, that's it. So have a good day, everyone. That'll do it for another episode of Riding Gravel Radio Ranch. Mm-hmm.